Like a seeping mist, I will creep into the dog center of power and make them quake in fear at the very mention of my name! Why don't dogs and cats get along? Do they really hate each other? And bonus question, does Pedro love your troop? All this and more straight from the burrow's mouth. I'm Gina. I'm Clay. And I'm Aaron. And this is Podask. Woo! Okay, guys, we got a great duo of questions. Yep. Our first one is just for fun. Uh, let's roll it. Hi, boys. Dave. We're at um, our troop's new scout shakedown, and we were wondering, what, does Pedro love our troop, troop number 401, out of Pathway to Adventure Council? We love Pedro. Does he love us? Thank you. Have a good day. Okay. Does Pedro love your troop? The answer is simple. Yes, he loves your troops. Of course, of course. he does. Pedro's he loves, known to love all troops. He loves all scouts. All ne- scouts. Next, all packs. Thanks for all calling pack. in. Well, that's, yeah. All sea scouts. That's also scout. Crews. All crews. All units. All units. Pe- your you absolute units in Rest Pedro's assured that book. Pedro loves you. Absolutely. Yeah. And roll the next question. Why are cats and cats and dogs hate each other besides... Prey drive and pure hatred. Okay, out there. This caller has a great question. Wants to know: Do why do dog and cat dogs and cats seem to hate each other? Mm -hmm. Do they have prey drive? What's going on there? Mm -hmm. Nobody knows dogs and cats better than the man who lives with many dogs and cats. I am an expert on dogs and cats because I have owned dogs and I have owned cats sometimes at the same time. Hamsters, fish. fish. We call him the pet master. Yeah. No, no. Pet. Actually, he's never really seen himself as a master of pets. He thinks more of them as like his best I'm friends. A pet Compa- whisperer. Pet whisperer. And I know a lot about dogs and cats. Now, do they still prefer to go by pets, or do they prefer the word companion? Pets is fine. Okay. Pets is fine. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys know that dogs and cats are both mammals from the order? Carnivora. Do you know what that means? Carnivora. That means they eat meat. That's right. Dogs and cats both eat meat. In the wild, they both hunt their prey, right? Now, there's a big difference between the two, though. Dogs hunt in packs, right? Cats, in general, hunt alone. Leave me alone. They prefer to hunt alone. Lonely creatures. Okay, wow. Dogs and cats don't really hate each other or love any, uh, each other any more than any other animal in the wild. The difference is dogs and cats are the ones most often confined to a relatively small area oh. like a house, like right? A living room. Compa- yeah, to a living room, a house, whatever. Think about how small that area is compared to the jungle or the forest or the, the plains or whatever where they normally can just – they can avoid each other. Mm-hmm. So you're saying In a house, I... they are forced to interact with each other. Okay, wow. That's and so that's if I had what a makes pet rabbit – the cat wouldn't get along with that rabbit either. Possibly. We're going to get into that a little bit. Well, the rabbit's yeah. probably just on, not going to fight back. Yeah, Gina, rabbits, to get into it. Ha- rabbits have a different type of personality. But um, the uniqueness about dogs and cats is, like I said, number one, they are, we force them to live together in a house mm-hmm. and where they are forced to interact. Or a yard, maybe. Or, or, or you may have a backyard, yeah. but no matter what it is, no matter how big your yard is, no matter how big your house is, it's smaller it's than, not the, the than the savannah. Exactly. The world. Smaller than the world. Exactly. So they are forced to be around each other and see each other. Dogs, like I said, are pack animals. They wander in packs. And they, it is their natural personality when they see another animal to run up to it, wag their tail, even in a friendly way, right? Uh-huh. They wag their tails with each other. They might bark at each other. They might play. Whereas a cat's first instinct when it sees another animal is to be scared. There's a reason why we call them scaredy cats, right? Because oh. they are scared. Oh, wow. They're naturally nervous. It's mm-hmm. their instinct to run away. 
Okay, they've got the flight. Exactly right. And they don't fight, they flight. Exactly right. Uh-huh. Now, when an animal runs away, what does a dog do? Chases it's it. the dog's natural instinct to chase. Exactly. It goes back to a hunting instinct that they have that this is something I want to eat. Now, they're not necessarily trying to eat your cat, but it's an instinct that I want to chase this animal that's running away. And so it basically creates this really weird, unfortunate cycle where the cat thinks he's being chased. I got to get away. The dog's thinking, this animal wants to play with me. This is great. I'm going to go play with. And the cat runs and the dog chases. One thing leads to another. And it seems like they're not getting along. They're not hate each other. They're really just reacting to their normal instincts that naturally sort of butt heads with each other. So it is a little bit of the, well, okay. So you're saying it's a social construct that we've created. In many ways, it is because we, yeah, yeah, exactly. And because we put them them in a situation that makes it challenging for them to get along. I have a question. So I've heard back in my Animal Planet watching days that if cat domesticated cats were the size of, say, lions, big cats, tigers, yeah, that they would be just the most vicious of all of them, that they'd be real tough, real fierce. So why are they? Scared. Talk about like a tabby cat. Yeah. Why are they scared? Why are they scared of the dogs? Is it because did it come from them getting downsized? Yes. Well, so most domestic cats are descended from a species called an Arabian wildcat. Mm-hmm. You can trace most, almost all domestic cats back to that one species. Mm-hmm. So it all comes back to that behavior. Those are solitary animals. They prefer to be alone. They do not want to be around other cats or any oh. other animals. So that's why a lot of times cats don't even get along with other cats, right? Because they. They want to be by themselves. That goes back millions well, of years of instincts, yeah. in, of instincts or whatever. Whereas dogs are, are descended from wolves, as we all know. They love to travel in packs. They like to be friendly. They like to hang out, make noise. And those two things just don't now, When I think naturally. of a wolf so pack, I think of mean, scared. I'm scared of those. But you're saying a dog is the opposite. It's more friendly. It doesn't mind being social. It does, and, 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 yes, and when it sees something unusual, its instinct is to investigate. Go up and check it out wow. and see what it is. Whereas a cat's instinct is to say, "Nope, don't want any part of that. I'm just going to go hide somewhere." I can. That sounds mm. true to every cat and dog I've ever seen. Yes, that's exactly right. So, now, so sometimes they're not actually scared when they're running away. They're just kind of like, "I don't want to be around I just don't, you. Yeah, this you're is too curious." My instinct, yes, you're because you know how dogs they get right up in your face, right? Oh, they yeah. wag their tail. If it's a real friendly dog, especially they got right in the face. Sometimes and that's they're even happy you. barking. And they're like, exactly, it's exactly right. Face. Yes, and that's exactly what a cat does not want you to do to it, right? What exactly. does a cat want you to do? To well, it? I'm glad you asked that, Claire. Yeah. That's a great question because there are ways that we can help our cats and our dogs get along, and it basically comes down to the fact that the dog, it's the pup that has to change. Mm -hmm. The cat is going to be the cat. But what you can do is if you have a dog that's too rambunctious around your cat, it's going crazy, you put it on a leash, you keep it nice and calm. You give the dog a treat when it's calm. When it's not calm, you hold it firmly, you pull it back Mm -hmm. away from the cat, you reward the dog for being calm. Mm -hmm. And eventually the cat will realize this dog's not going to kill me, this dog's not going to track me down. And you guys have seen cute videos all the time of dogs and cats being best friends, right? It happens all the time. (laughs) Sometimes it's a slow process. A lot of times, just like people have different personalities, dogs have different personalities, cats have different personalities. Some cats are more social than others. Some dogs are not as rambunctious as others. My dog, Buster, very calm, very well-behaved dog. He gets along great with cats. Here he is now. It does seem like sometimes um, the old, it's like a, older dogs tend to get a little calmer and they don't mind just being around a cat wandering around because yes. they're pretty much just laying down all the time anyway. Yes, yeah. except in the case when some older dogs are really, really set in their ways yeah. and they may be too entrenched. This is my house. What is this animal doing in my house? Well, it seems that like some get this, mm. like, it's reinforced. So they get 
tipped off by the cat running, and then they start to think, oh, I'm chasing cats. So they get conditioned to think, like, I chase cats. That's exactly and then right. it's it what probably I do. could be dangerous if right. they ever got right. near your cat. You know, cat dogs will chase anything. They chase cars, right? They chase the mailman if he tries to run away. They yeah, chase motorcycles. cats, motorcycles, bicycles, kids on bikes, right? That yeah, instinct kites. to chase things is part of the problem That's when it comes to kitty cats. That's very interesting. Did you know that if you have a dog that is bothering your cat, one thing you can do is make sure your dog gets lots of exercise. Take your dog on lots of walks, mm. play with your dog, and that will get some of that energy out of your dog. So when the dog comes back and there's a cat around, the dog's already been running around the neighborhood, whatever. It's already exercised. It doesn't quite feel the need to be so rambunctious. Yeah. That's a good way to keep your dog and cat in line Give them plenty of exercise. They won't take it out on the cat anymore. That's exactly right, Clay. Okay. I exactly have a dog right. that I literally cannot wear out. Sometimes I wear him out, and then he's, limitless energy. Is yeah, this like your yeah. Dog? he'll take a nap. Yeah, this is my dog. He'll take a nap. He'll he'll think he's pretty much dying for a few minutes, and then he just springs back to life. So I just try to avoid cats, to be honest, because he's just not there yet. Maybe when he calms down, gets a little older. Do you ever take your dog to a dog park? Yes. Have you ever heard of a cat park? No. They don't what? have those because cats oh. don't want to be around each oh. other. Okay, good. They have dog parks because ah. dogs want to be around other dogs. They love it. They wag their tails. They bark. They go crazy, right? Sometimes I always think my dog is happier to see other dogs than he is me, whereas a cat is like, I'm, I'm fine. I'll just be by myself. Totally. I'm cool. Yep. I can relate to that. That's why there are no cat parks. Sometimes I feel like a cat. Sometimes I feel like a dog. But mostly I want to be in a cat cafe. Have you ever heard of one of those? I don't know what that is. It is these cafes. I think it originated in Japan, but I could be wrong. Kids, listeners, don't, feel don't free, check us feel on free that. to fact check me. I'm open <laughs> to feedback. Um, but now they have them in like a lot of the hip cities, Portland, Austin, Seattle, lots of cities. Yeah. Actually, you might be in a city near you, listeners. But they just have cats in a cafe. And they just hang out? Yeah, and the, the cafe feeds them. They're the, they belong to the cafe. And they just hang out. So we're okay with That's cats so cats being in the same areas where I'm food not. is prepared, I guess? I, personally, I'm not. It sounds like yeah, it smells bad. I think I wouldn't like that myself. I, uh, yeah. That reminds me, recently I read a story about um, armadillo arcades. And it's an interesting <laughs> thing where you go in and play games and there's armadillos just running around no. everywhere. Yeah. No way. You're making that up. You tell me. Readers? You lie! You lie! Go. And Yoga <laughs> is a thing. Yeah. I'm looking up arm fact check on oh, what about? Have you ever heard of the thing where you stick your feet in a in a fish. thing water and thing of the water and the fish feet. eat your dead skin off your feet? Yeah. That's a real thing. Okay, there's no thing called armadillo arcade. Well, let's start it and get rich. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think cats or dogs are more popular? Who do we think there's more cat pets in this country or dog pets in this country? Whoa. What's I the more popular pet? I bet more people identify as dog people, Kay. but there are more cats. You know what? That's a trick question. I think the most popular pet in the United States is a fish. That is correct. The fish is the most popular pet. You know that there are 171 million freshwater fish being kept as pets in this country. They die so right fast. Now. How do they you even know? Replace them. You got to just replace them right away. Yeah. <laughs> the second most popular pet is the kitty cat. Is that true? 93 million kitty cats around, give or take a few million in this country. 79 million dogs. So, so half. So what was it? 93 million to oh, 79 million. Okay. Yeah, right. So as a as an owner of both, which did you find to be an easier, more low maintenance pet? I think the cat is low main, more low maintenance for sure, but I'm a dog person because mm-hmm. I like the companionship mm. and the fact that the dog wants to be around you all the time and hang totally. out and stuff like that. I yeah. think naturally a cat is definitely low maintenance. Like they really you don't are really have to do that much. Yeah. You feed them, right. change their litter box, of course. Right. Give them a little attention. Right. Honestly, they could probably live without it. Right. But I think once you can train a dog, it potentially could become 
more useful right. as a pet. Right. So, <laughs> so if you have a dog and a cat in your house, it's good to start them both off young. If you get them both a dog and a cat at a young age, that increases the chances of them getting along because they oh. get used to each other. They don't oh, get territorial. Dang. Always feed your cats and dogs separately, guys, because dogs and cats both get defensive over their food bowls. Aaron, what are you could have a dog and a cat that really get along fine, but if the dog is eating dinner and the kitty cat walks over and takes a sniff of that dog food, you'd be shocked at how some dogs get really defensive of their food. So don't, don't set them up in a position where they can fail. Feed them separately. Keep their toys separate if possible because they'll fight over toys sometimes. Set them up for success. I've even heard Set them up for success. To, like I, I talked to a dog trainer who said, don't even feed your dog around other dogs because yeah. you're just tempting fate. Right. At some point in their head, they're going to be hungry that one goes, day. all goes don't back to that instinct that. from being wolves where you, def- you defend your food. Yeah. Or, yeah, you don't make it. It's the rule of the jungle. As humans? I do. I, some I know people that do. Yeah, I saw you. Some people get very defensive of their food. I got very upset yeah. when somebody tries to Some people right get up. very defensive of their food. Yeah, this is absolutely true. Yeah. Don't touch my fries. <laughs> That's my tofu. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, tofu's good, yeah. depending on it's how you totally prepare good. it. It's totally yeah. good. Yeah. Don't yeah. get the mushy kind. Cats also like to have guys a base camp to set up. That's why they like to sit up high on a on a on a ridge. You know how they have those cat beds you can mount on the wall. Yep. Or put, they they why love to that? be up high because it makes them feel oh, safe. They can I've got it. I got it. You said all cats trace back to the Egyptian Wait, cat. He was Arabian another cat. Point. Arabian. Oh, are you sure? Did I say Egyptian? Yeah, you said Arabian. Arabian. You said Egyptian. Yeah. No, he didn't. Pretty sure okay. he didn't. Well, do they prefer point. high up for some reason? They do because it gives them a view, it makes them feel safe. Yeah, they can't. It's they, not superiority. No, I'm, no, it's not. It's oh, okay. it's a it's having a view of of your potential um, enemies down below you. Oh, not so gonna, they assume cats are misunderstood. Get, I I think so. A yeah, predator, but I think it's... the whole dog cat relationship is misunderstood, right? Yeah, they don't hate each other any more than any other animals. Cats and cats, I guess, they can be prey, but they're not naturally prey. They're right. hunters. They are too. naturally hunters. Exactly, they're carnivores. Okay. Yeah, exactly. They they naturally hunt smaller mammals. Well, okay. So you gave us a really good answer. I think it's pretty simple to understand, but we love to do our too long, didn't listen segment. Do you think you can summarize this in 10 seconds? Absolutely, I can, yeah. Clay's going to time you. Mm-hmm. And why don't cats and dogs get along? Cats and dogs don't get along any worse than any other animal. The difference is we put them together in a house, a relatively small area, and their instincts, going back through evolution, often collide. <laughs> And great answers. What are some of your favorite like fictional bites. cats yeah. or oh, dogs? Oh, that's a great one. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about it. I love Clifford the Big Red Dog. He's one of my favorites. He is a great, great classic dog. Wouldn't it be cool to have a huge dog that just loves you? Do we you? know the origin of <laughs> you how he became so gigantic? Like that. Yeah. Uh, I think we do, He right? just accidentally got bigger and bigger. He was born from a normal litter, if I recall. He used to be a puppy, regular-sized puppy. Yeah, he just kept growing. That's Growing my favorite book. I never book. read Clifford as a child, but That's I your read favorite it book to of my all the child. Books. That was my favorite of the Clifford books, the one where you got to see him as a puppy. Oh, okay. Clifford me, one, so the beginning. <laughs> let's do a voicemail from a secret caller. Why is Clifford the big red dog big? Oh, wow, that's a great man, question. That's a great question. That question. Gina, you have any idea? I, I do. Oh, got, oh, okay. And so does Clay. <laughs> Clay does too. Yeah, in my experience... Love had a lot to do with Clifford's size. Oh, that's right. He was born traditionally sized. The reason why Clifford grew so big is because his owner, Emily, loved him so much. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so we got Clifford. Oh, 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 I have another one. Okay. Wishbone. Wishbone. I don't know who that is. Best part of the turkey. Wishbone. What's the story? Part of the turkey? No. Wishbone. He's a Jack Russell Terrier that goes into classic literature and does retellings of it and relates it to his owner's life. 
Never heard of it. I've never heard of it. Prince and the Pauper? I've heard of that. <laughs> Prince and the Pauper. Right. She said pupper. Oh. <laughs> he taught me all about literature. Really? What else? Um, he goes back into Romeo and Juliet, of course. He goes back into Frankenstein. He goes back in A Tale of Two Cities. Uh, and so you learn Oliver about classic Twist. literature through the dogs. Through the eyes of a you know Jack Russell Terrier. You know what's in, Have you ever heard the thing about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse where there's, what are the two dogs? Pluto. Pluto and Goofy. Uh-huh. Do you know why one of them wears clothes and one doesn't have to? One talks. No, well, yeah, because one is the pet of the other? Mickey Mouse That's Clubhouse. Weird. The other is a friend that comes in and out and lives there. So we've talked about. So he's, and so that. that's the one that wears clothes. <laughs> so we've talked. He's, a, he's an equal. No, I didn't. But know that's that. true. That's a. That real is thing. a weird thing. Which yeah, one's weird. the pet? One talks and is. Well, why, or like, why which does? Which one's the pet? Pluto. Pluto's the pet. Goofy is the. I'm the friend. Right. Um, another thing is we've talked about two famous dogs. What about a famous cat? Okay, famous cats. Well. Oh. Cats, the play, the musical. It's well, a musical. The most famous of the all. Cat. McCavity. Rum Tum Tugger, yep. Mr. Mistopheles, yep. Grizabella yep. the Glamour, Glamour Cat. cat. Yep. There's so many big cats. But also, what about the Cheshire Cat? Some go this way. Some go that way. Mm. That's a big one from Alice. Alice in Wonderland. Yep, yep. Hmm. There aren't as many yeah. cats, oh, are there? I would like Felix, Tom, Sylvester. Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah, Tom and Jerry, the famous cat and dog. Sylvester's cat and a good mouse. One. Cat and mouse. Sylvester. Not Stallone. <sighs> And that's, that's Podask. Podask. I'm Gina. I'm Clay. And I'm Aaron. If you have a question for Podask, we've got an answer. Just give us a call. Our number is 214-659-1251. And that's Podask. Podask is brought to you by Boys Life. If you like what you hear, share it with a friend. Bye-bye. Bye.